Ollie got a call, and he saw on the number there a number that he always dreads seeing. From Miracle Max, the wizard. Now, Miracle Max is a, is a very nice guy and pleasant to work with, but the problem is that Miracle Max's mysteries, the problems that he has, are always complicated and difficult to solve. If Max was calling him up to, to have lunch, that'd be one thing, but the cases always involve all sorts of bizarreness, but all I picked up nonetheless. He said, Hey, Max, how are you? I said, Ollie, Ollie, thank you for answering. Um, I'm doing well, how are you? I said, I'm, I'm well, I'm well. Yeah, I'm just fine. Excellent, excellent, Ollie. Well, we should really catch up for lunch um, sometime soon. I said, yeah, that, that'd be good. I'd like to, to catch up, see how, your, see how your magic business is doing. I said, yes, yes, but I'm afraid it can't be today. Well, it could be today, but the point is, I need your help. I need to hire you. I said, oh, okay, is it going to be some crazy thing? I said, well, I'm not going to lie. It might be, but you're the best at this stuff. I'm not sure I trust anyone else. And this requ will require some... Finesse and someone who's unflappable, and that is you in spades, my friend. Really can't be anybody else. I said, all right, all right, all right. My usual rates, though. I can't give you a friend discount on this stuff anymore. But I wouldn't dream of it. You're my friend, and you're a professional, and I will pay you at a professional rate. Yes. Can you? When can you come over? I said, I can, uh, I can be there this afternoon, maybe about 2 o'clock. Excellent. I'll see you there at, the, at my shop. I said, yeah, yeah, I figured. All the weird stuff happens at your shop. Nothing that weird ever happens at your house. Said, well, plenty of weird things happen at my house. I just don't usually need your help for them. Ollie laughed. I said, fair enough, fair enough. I'll see you too. I'll have a coffee waiting for you, Ollie. So Ollie did the things that he had, you know, that he'd planned to do, and then went... Over to Max's at about, yeah, I got there about 1.55. Seemed to be a little bit early. Ali, ah, good to, good to see you. Thanks for coming. Uh, let me warm up your coffee for you. And Ali flinched because a normal person would, you know, use a microwave or maybe a stove. But Max, he had a magic wand for that. Yeah, I, I knew it. I knew you would say okay, he would use that's it, that's it. <laughs> So Max whipped out this red and blue wand and pointed at the coffee cup there on the table, which was from all one of Ollie's favorite coffee shops. And he zapped it with a strange orange energy. It floated just barely off the table for a second and then gently sat back down. I thought, okay, okay, that seems, that seems fine. So I picked it up and it was warm. Not too hot, but hot. Took a sip. Said, oh, Max, this, um, it's not unpleasant exactly. What? What happened? What happened? Well, 
Did you mean to get me what appears to be a mint marshmallow latte? Oh, no, I got it. I got you a black coffee. It's, it's gone weird, has it? I'm afraid so. Have a sip. Oh, well, I quite like it. Here, you can have mine. It's still hot. So they traded, and Ollie was happy with that, and Max drank his weird, gross marshmallow thing. I said, so tell me what's going on, Max. Well, I had another break-in. More of a conventional one this time. They uh, picked the back door lock. And they came in, and they stole basically the first viable-looking thing close to the back door, which was a magic mirror. I said, oh, okay. Um, big or small? I said, stop. Pretty big, pretty big. That's why they also thought it was viable. Well, it is viable. They're not wrong. Um, but the frame in particular. It's very elegant. It's got gold and silver and ivory. It'd be the thing that a person would think to steal, for sure. Anyway, they stole it. That's the point. I'm lucky in some respects because they left the door unlocked and anyone could have come by and cleaned me out, but they didn't. They're the only people that came by. And But they got the mirror, and I need the mirror back. But that's not all. I said, oh, what's, what's that? So, well, there's a good chance that the thieves themselves are in some danger because of the mirror. Stop chewing on that now. Put it down. What's a danger? Uh, what happens? What happens with the mirror? Well, it's not just a mirror. It's also a portal. And it's not like the ones where you just walk through. I'm afraid of this one. If you stare at your own reflection for more than 10 seconds. It zaps you into a parallel dimension contained within the mirror. And, you know, that's disconcerting enough. And you have to find the mirror again and stare at it again for more than 10 seconds. As in the past, taken people a long time to figure out. But then if something happens and the mirror breaks, They'll be trapped there. Not forever. As long as the frame isn't broken. The mirror itself, the glass, isn't anything special. So you have to have the new mirror put into the frame, and then the person can get back. But it's very disturbing. It's happened before. I've been stuck in the mirror, I guess is what I'm saying. I was holding it, and I didn't yet know how the enchantment worked. And so I stared at it, trying to figure it out, Looked myself right in the eye, and right on the eleventh second, I zapped into the mirror. And because I was holding the mirror up, it crashed to the floor. And I was stuck in the mirror for about eight weeks before one of my assistants thought to put some mirror back in. And I was able to escape. I said, huh, okay. Well, what other clues do you have? Well... The only thing I can really tell is that they were, I think they were experts. I had a look, I've seen you before, you investigate the lock and looking for scratch marks. And there are a couple scratch marks, but there's almost no damage. So I suspect they were very good at what they did. I said, did you do any magical investigation? Oh, my goodness, I thought straight to you and I started thinking like you, I forgot to think like myself. My goodness, my goodness, my goodness, you're right. Hold on. And he ran behind the countertop. And that's where he kept all of his wands. 
And he got out a very strange-looking wand. It looked sort of like a magnifying glass, except that the glass part was very small and the handle part was very long. So it was like a wand-magnifying glass hybrid. And the glass part of the magnifying glass was goldish in color. It was still clear, but it had a gold color. He said, come with me, let's see what we can see. And they went back to the door. They started waving the wand, and kind of a dust sprinkled out of it. And the dust, first, the dust just kind of fell. But then it all sort of darted to one spot. And there in that spot, it filled its way out on the door, on the frame. Oh, I said, ah, that's a fingerprint. Excellent. So I went and he made a, you know, got an image of the fingerprint and sent it into the database, the FBI database. It's got a membership for. So, well, hopefully we'll look out. We should know in about 45 minutes to an hour if they've got a result. In the meantime, I'll start making some calls around to the <clears throat> local pawn shops and, and see if we can see if we can recover the mirror. Well, Ollie called all the local pawn shops, anybody that, you know, dealt on that kind of a thing, and there was nothing. Nobody had brought in a mirror. But about the time he got done with his calls, he got a call back from the people with the fingerprint database. And Ollie, good luck. We have a match. And they're right there in Baltimore. I gave him the address. So Ollie went over to the address. When he got there, the door was open. And there was a mirror sitting on the hallway of the house with no one nearby. I could sort of figure out what happened, but he decided to investigate the house first. He went all around the house and nobody was home. It wasn't that big of a house. It was, I mean, I'm like, and it wasn't small. It was like a thousand square feet, like a two bedroom house. Nice enough. In not a terribly rough neighborhood, but not a very fancy neighborhood either. There was a car in the driveway, a truck, to be more precise. Well, more of a, more of a minivan. Big enough to carry the mirror is the point. But nobody in the house. So, Ollie closed the door and locked the door and made sure the back door was locked because he just said, oh, I've got no choice. I'm going in. So he took a deep breath. He turned to the mirror. He looked at himself in the eye. And he thought, you know, I am a decent-looking octopus. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with me. Well, I guess we'll see this, how this and zap. There's a, a glimmer of sparkly red light. That's all he saw for a second. And then that cleared out, and he was in a strange land. It was like being in a forest, except that the trees were all wrong. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> the trunks were sort of a gaudy yellow. The leaves were blue. The grass was red. Uh, and the sky was green. And there were snails running around, but they were fast and like jumpy, like squirrels. And there, leaning against a very, very large tree, was the mirror.
I looked around, and it was, in fact, the biggest tree in the immediate area, so he thought that that could be a useful landmark. They started calling out. Said, Hello, is anyone here? Hello? Are you lost? Hello? He didn't get an answer. So he decided to climb up the tree and see what he could see. It was an easy climb, especially for an octopus. He was careful not to shake the tree too much for fear of knocking the mirror over. He climbed up and he looked all around. He was just about to give up when he spotted something. He spotted two people, maybe a quarter mile away, down a hillside. And it looked like they were arguing, like one of them was pointing, poking the other person in the chest and yelling. Well, he scampered down and ran in that direction, making sure to look back. So he could still tell where the tree was. No use knowing the secret of how to get out if he misplaced the mirror, after all. He came running after them. The guy, the two guys, there's two guys. No, no. There's a woman and a man. A man. And they saw Ollie running. They thought they were being attacked. But, oh no. This weird world. Let's attack octopuses. Um, run, run, run. I guess run. Oh, I saw them turn to run. I said, no, no, wait, wait, wait. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. So they stopped. I said, how do we know that you're here to help? How do we know that you aren't some weird creature like the jumpy snails? I said, because I'm not from here either. I came to rescue you. My name's Ollie. I'm a private eye. Look, I'm a regular octopus. I'm not a weird, bizarro octopus. You can't tell from the colors, because I can be any color, but... I don't know. You just got to trust me. What other options do you have? You're going to wander around in this weird green sky, yellow grass world forever? I said, no, I guess not. Do you know how to get home? I said, I do. I do. But, yeah, follow me. I know the way home. But if you see any fruit trees, let me know. I'm curious to try one. So they walked back. Ollie didn't let on that he was there to, you know, catch them for the theft. He just implied that he was there to rescue him and not didn't get into any details. When they were about most of the way back, the lady said, Oh, look, that one looks like it has fruit on it. And there was a tree, maybe two trees away, that had these weird-looking... They were reddish. Looked like they were crystalline. Ollie went up and he grabbed one. He said, excellent. Thanks for spotting that. Deadly curious. He kept walking, they came back to the mirror. and said, yeah, well, I mean, we know the mirror is here, but we don't know how we got through the mirror. And we tried just, like, walking through it, but that didn't do anything. I said, yeah, no, I got, I got some inside information, though. The trick is, you have to stare at yourself in the mirror for more than 10 seconds. And on the 11th second, you'll be transported between the two worlds. Where did you, where did you learn this? Well, I still didn't want to make them worried about them, you know, getting caught. So I didn't want to say that the wizard had told him. So he thought, well, I'm something of a student of mystical artifacts. And I'd read about this one and was looking for it. Uh, and yeah, it looked like I found it. Anyway, we should get through, and then I can tell you more 
about what the deal is with this artifact. And I don't know. If you're willing to sell it, I might know some buyers, actually. So, first the lady went. She stared at her own reflection. And then, zoop! She disappeared. First the guy panicked. I said, no, no, it's fine. You do the same. Just look at yourself in the mirror. It'll all be fine. I'm going to do it with you. So they both stared at their own reflection in the mirror. And on the 11th second, poof, a sparkle of blue, sparkly light. And then, back to normal world. As they came back from the mirror, the lady had come back with a bedsheet and draped it over the mirror. said, all right, we are not, not messing with that anymore. Thank you for saving us, Ollie. I, I didn't know what we were going to do. So, so, so what, how did you know that, how did you find the mirror? Does it have like a tracking thing? I said, well, here's the part you're not going to like. That said I was a private investigator. She said, yeah. I was hired by the wizard, by Max, Miracle Max, the guy you stole this from. I said, oh, wait, he's a wizard? I said, yeah, you didn't realize that when you broke into the shop? I said, oh, man, no, I wouldn't have messed with it if we'd done that. No, we just thought it was an antique shop. Might have some cool, valuable old stuff. You're saying everything in that shop is like weird like this. I said, just about, yeah. I've worked for Max a handful of different times and his whole shop, everything's got a gimmick trick, some sort of enchantment. So, you know, I probably, you probably know I've got the police waiting outside. Said, yeah, I figured that out when I saw the police. But you still had my husband in there with you, so I wasn't gonna run. Maybe they'll go easy on us. I said, maybe. Good luck. And that was the story. Volley. And the missing mirror.